I'm Steve. And I'm Kelly. And this is 90 Day Fiancé Coupled with Chaos. 90 Day Fiancé, Happily Ever After, Season 7, Episode 4, Truth Hurts. I think the truth hurts is Skyla talking to Angela. Do you think it made any headway? Uh, probably not. I don't but- know. She, she stopped talking for... I don't know, three or four seconds. Yeah, I was shocked that she confronted her on anything or called her out on her own behavior because I I think they're all afraid of her, to be honest. I don't think anybody calls her out for anything because she just screams at them. You can't get a word in edgewise. I think that's why Michael can't pay her any compliments. It's because there's no room. Exactly. You're dominating every single word. She's just cussing and F-bombing him, you know, and hanging up on him. I am going to get my words in. Period. End of story. No matter what you think. And she talks to him in such a demeaning way. Why would you compliment someone who belittled you the way she does? She said F you and F your birthday. Yeah. How ugly is that? That's ugly. I don't even want to. Well, the the control that she has over him in this day and age to ban your spouse from social media. Is, yeah. is 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 ridiculous. It, it, it's more than a bit. When much. she's on it, it's ridiculous. That's the thing. You said you hadn't seen anyone. I think I'm trying to the words that you used. I don't even remember what it was, but how she was so. It was she was just doing the complete opposite. Yeah, I said that she. If you looked up, she's a textbook case. If you looked up in a thesaurus what a hypocrite is it would say angela these are big words (laughs) she is the opposite the source is a big word you you need a thesaurus to look up the thesaurus can't even say she is the opposite of what she expects him to be how did how can you justify that in your own mind where at what point is she Social media is bad because of the people you deal with while she's doing the same thing with somebody else. She's not talking with, was it Billy, about – we've heard no conversations. Not, she puts out a hashtag about his his right. donation issue, a hashtag. She's flirting with him and telling him how handsome he is and how she's she better Sexy get more money to word. stick in his – drawers if he's gonna dance for and i mean come on yeah this isn't even it's not even close and i haven't seen michael do anything remotely close to that on social media you know it just bugs her so much could you imagine just an innocent comment let's just say it was you know facebook and whatever it would be and it'd be an innocent comment and a female would leave any type of response, you know that Angela would, would be blast them. would be on there. Well, even a part of what Michael has to do, look, a part of their business and the money that they make, Angela isn't currently a nurse. She's making money off of Cameo right. and these other things. That she, well, Michael's the same. Right. So in order for Michael he to has make – to have a social media presence. Sure. He has to cultivate these people in order to get them to subscribe – to have a cameo done. It works both ways. Right. And if he can't do that, then he, you're legitimately taking money out of his pocket. Mm-hmm. And her sending him money. Here I go. I feel it. I'm welling up. The money that she's sending him is his money. Right. That's where this money, the money that she's getting is from them. 
Right. It's as a couple. It's their money for their participation. Them on ninety day fiance. Right. So she owes him that. That's his money. Uh-huh. I mean, don't get for us. Uh, I'm not. I don't. We don't. They have, are married. We don't have my money and your money. Right. It is our money. Right. So at this point, you're not asking me for money, and I'm not asking you for money. Right. We make collective decisions with money. Right. There surely is. There is rarely something over a hundred dollars that we spend that we haven't consulted the other person. Right. On. And even then, it would be, I've got this coming. You know, there's just not those big purchases. So right. financially, even though you are the quarterback, right, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm you keep me in the loop. I do. But I have access to all of it. Right. But for her to then use that and throw that out there as a weapon, to weaponize that money for him – and you see it even in social media. You see how fast everybody turns against anybody, mm-hmm. whether it be Pedro or whoever. It's just so fast to what would Michael need $5,000 for? Mm-hmm. It's not about needing it. It's his. Mm-hmm. And she's probably making, I'm going to guess they're in, the, they're probably around six figures is what they're bringing really? in. Yeah, I think oh, so. Pathetic. Yeah. From us, all of us. Crazy. Us 90 day people. It's what we do. I'm not spending any money on them. I don't know if people do it as a gag gift. Like to gag gift you a cameo from somebody. Uh-huh. A spouse I, doing I it know. for a wife or a Well, it'd be like uh a cameo from Usman for a super fan like Kimberly. Yeah, and look what that leads to. <laughs> Could you imagine if I got you a cameo of Oh my gosh. I'd be like, dude, talk about wasting money. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go back we, to the roses. We talked about that in Inside <laughs> Scoop. Yeah, that cameo disappears. It's. I think the the going rate is. I think it looked like the the cheapest you could get is Gwen. Wow, Jovi's mom. That's oh thirty bucks for a cameo. That's what that goes for. That's funny. Yeah, Angela. They go to. I, I'm going to call it COVID Corral. Is where they went to go eat. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, that's just. Did you imagine going there and having a camera crew and all of that? Oh. You wonder if Angela just struts and parades around town like she's oh, I'm sure. hot stuff. I'm sure. So the, the whole talk was you know uh, she loves how healthy Meemaw is. What the heck? Now let's look at the background scenes that we have seen. Cigarette. You see the smoke in Coke. the car. The smoke <laughs> is coming up. And we're not going to get into Diet Coke or Coke Zero or the difference in sweeteners, but she's drinking straight Coca-Cola is. is what she's drinking. Yeah. That is just straight and sugar. And after all of her tragic history with her teeth and all the money she must have just spent to get all that stuff done. Mm-hmm. And now she's drinking soda? Yeah, I it's, mean, it's not. I it mean, doesn't even make sense. We're not trying to be Bill Nye the science guy here. But the sugar and, and the, the acid, acid, yeah, it's yeah. just not. It's not wise. Maybe they make teeth a little stronger than <laughs> than, than God made them, <laughs> so you don't have to worry. Maybe it's like um, George Washington's wooden teeth. Yeah, I guess she's probably got nothing natural left now. I don't think so. It's all just so maybe dangerous. they make them. Maybe they make them a little better, implants or whatever. I don't know. The thought of them being dentures though would be a little scary when you wake up in the morning and her teeth are in it. In a jar next to the bed. Yeah, she got implants on on the bottom, I think, mm. and the top and the top was 
a denture. Hmm. That is. She said he's not getting any money because you're an idiot, is what she said. <laughs> I just I despise the way she speaks to him. Yeah, I don't care what he's doing. You just have to have respect for another human. You just don't talk to We haven't like seen any social media stuff come out about him. I, I realize that we're in a different country and uh-huh. maybe the people aren't stalking. But you don't think somebody would have made an attempt to catfish Michael? Surely. I mean, they did it with Muhammad, and Muhammad was receptive. So part of catfishing is, and this goes back to, uh, we're going to maybe take a spin to sister wives. It goes a trip to, like, Mary. Right. Mary, part of Mary's issue with the catfishing thing was that she was receptive to it. Yes. Part of, it doesn't mean just because nothing happened. Right. In her mind, she was having an emotional affair. Sure. And it's the same like Muhammad with Eve. Muhammad may not have cheated, but everything he did was wrong. Right. And it takes two people to do that. So there are people out there um, that who just set people up, who just do that to expose them and then whatever profit on it whatsoever, you know, whatever, however they can. It makes really everybody wrong. Even though you're a victim of catfishing, you still have to be a participant as a married person. Yeah. You, if you can't get catfished, if you're not looking. Right. Or receptive to it. Right. So, But we haven't seen that from Michael. There's been nobody who's come out and said, look, I'm having even a, I don't know, a social media crush is what she called what she's having with <laughs> Billy. So I, nobody's come out with Michael and said that. Right. You think that she wouldn't have put that stuff out there if she had it? Of course she would. Yeah, I think she would too. I don't think there's any doubt about it. And like you said, you know. Any female that would comment on his social media, she would just blast them mm-hmm. and him too. So, of course, he has to block her. He wouldn't be able to have a functional page without no. blocking her. I love the granddaughter. Aggravate me, ma. They're aggravating me, ma. She said that, that that's not going to work out. not so good. good. So she even knows. Uh-huh. As good as she can be as a grandmother – what do you think about just the influence that she has as a woman on these young girls? Yeah. It's not they good. see it. Yeah. You can't tell me that she hides this behavior from them. Yeah. The yelling, the screaming, the way yeah. she treats Michael. And they don't have a male presence in their lives mm-hmm. of any kind. And the only one they get, it looks like she is completely um, berating. Yeah. Openly. Mm hmm. So, like, whew. I do. I get on edge when she's on screen. Me too. Um, so. I was like, I can't even listen to this. Mm-hmm. I, and then when she started crying, you know, I have a soft spot for you people did not. crying. You did I, not. I, I did not. You, this is, she said, you're cold, cold-hearted. <laughs> you said you don't care. I do not have any sympathy for her whatsoever. Mm-hmm. She could cry or, me a river. And I would just walk away. You're not normally that cold. She is wicked. Mm-hmm. She just it goes. She past. gets she gets no sympathy. She's the aggressor in every conversation, mm-hmm. every time, and she's wrong every time. So that's it. Yeah, it's pretty simple. More in stealth mode is Bilal and Shida. It's a bit interesting this time. We're of the school of thought 
that he does not want to have kids. Yeah, he doesn't. He's hoping her clock just ticks away and they're not able to have children. And that's dangerous. It is. She's 37. Yes. We know that people that age have kids. We know that people have kids into their 40s. Science also tells us that. That is way more likelihood of risk defects and miscarriages and, and, and issues for her and and just general it's a drain on your health I the older you get to take it for granted that you're just going to be able to get pregnant and have everything go smoothly yeah is is naive it is and i our thought at least my thought is we didn't really talk about this is that you know he's he has no interest in a child whatsoever no. And and his mom called it out perfectly. Right. She you're, said, "Are you sure you're not misleading her? Stringing her along. Stringing her along. Like that's exactly exactly what we what all he's think doing. he's doing. Yes, that's it. <laughs> Every time he opens his mouth, that's why. He and he doesn't want to talk about it. I mean, look how many times he avoided the conversation before they got married. He said, "I think she's trying to dupe me." <laughs> Where has she been from the first time that we heard her speak? I have to have a child. Yes. Or I will walk away. Yeah. She's been very clear. Very. She should probably not. She said it was a deal breaker. Be that involved with him if he can't be more committed to that. Right. Well, she got it in a contract, but. Yeah, that's really. I mean, what's that? You know, I think she's looking at, at it as I want, I want a child by 40. He's looking at it as, we'll try on your 40th birthday. Mm. It's a nine month, just in case he doesn't good, know. Yeah, and not wanting a child right now. Guess what? You got at least nine months to wait. In case he's like. Um, and that's uh, if everything works and the and the likelihood of. I mean, he asked his mom how long it took her to get pregnant. But what was she, 20? I mean, she yes. wasn't 40. No, probably not. I'm judging by right. their age difference. That probably even look at us in our own experience. Sure, we had secondary infertility. Mm-hmm. We had two miscarriages. I mean, you can't just say we're going to have another baby this month because it doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. But I also got pregnant in a month when mm-hmm. we tried the first time. Sure. Well, the older you get, you're not so lucky. Yeah, there aren't <laughs> stuff as, happens. There aren't as many of everything for all of those connections to happen. Right. They went. I guess this was all triggered by them going shopping. Yeah. And and he can't fault her for wanting to look at baby things. Look, baby things. They're cute. They're still they're cute. I just want to say, you look at a little pair of shoes, and you go, or, "Oh my gosh, that's adorable!" Or a little suit, or a small dress. What do I love most to shop for? I just Me. wait for somebody at church to say my. Son is expecting. Right. Okay, when are they doing? What are they having? And yeah. I'm like the first person at the sure, store shopping. Cute. It's the funnest thing in the world. It's that he was running from it. He right. didn't even want to enter the room. Right, like that was taboo. He does. He's not trying to encourage her at all. No. And again, it's the same. It's avoiding the conversation. Mom says you guys got to get together and, and be ha- on the same page and have this. Have a real conversation about this. This is why the cameras are bad, really, for all of these relationships. I know it's it's us and it's kind of fun or entertaining or whatever we're doing to talk about it. But these still are real people. And to put your relationship in front of a camera 
for anybody is uh-huh. narcissistic, right? Mm-hmm. It is because you're just taking something that probably having a relationship and a long-term marriage isn't the easiest and simple. Th- right. It's, it's not. But it's to, not always pretty. To throw a camera in it and yeah. – I don't know how many million people we have watching this this point. It just makes it that much harder, mm-hmm. that much more difficult. To have a real conversation. And a real relationship. Because they're thinking that. about how they look. Because guess what? I mean, it may be nine months after the fact, but here we are analyzing their relationship. Mm-hmm. It would be tough to do. Ours is a little easier because we've had 27 years or almost 28 years mm-hmm. to put ours together. I think we could uh, we could handle a bit more of the scrutiny. Sure. We just roll our eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we got you this. Know, like we think we got this. We're at 28 and then you come across people who are at 50. At church. At and, 50. And, and we're like, oh, we've been married almost 20 years. Yeah, like, like, oh, we're, yeah, we're at 50. We're peacocking about <laughs> right. 28. And they're calling us the young people. <laughs> yeah, we're the we're young like, ones. like, oh, we're in our 50s. You kids <laughs> yeah. married only 27 years. I'm like, What? <laughs> So the, I'd heard rumblings of the shopping stuff before. Uh-huh. The thought of – now I get him showing her the cost difference yes, between Trinidad so she understands, and th- – yeah. I think that's good. Yes, that's good. I think that this is you – know, if you're going to do that, you should probably shop a little smarter. Right. I, like what store were they in that a pillow was 250 bucks? Because I mean if no. you're going to live – I guess if you're going to live like that, if you're going to have $250 <laughs> – decorative pillows <laughs> if if you're in that boat kids probably aren't for you yeah because guess what you're not gonna, gonna want their little uh peanut butter and jelly s- sandwich fingers on that pillow oh i can't i wonder what Bilal was like with the kids can you imagine i, I do i really wonder what that was like that was probably a nightmare. what was it the um Gosh. I wouldn't even be surprised, to be honest, if he had like sections of the house designated remember, for their use. Remember Unexpected, the TV show? Remember uh-huh. that yeah. um, they yes. moved into that place yeah. and he yeah. would, I, it, there's he no way. He got the apartment and he was like, you can't have food in the living room. And the little girl got on the couch with like an apple or something. Mm. And she's like, uh, nope, I'm eating here. <laughs> and he was like so mad. Mm. And he's like, I paid for everything in here. You know, I should be able to have it stay nice. And I'm like, buddy, you got a bun in the oven and one on the sofa with an apple. Good yeah, luck with that. Good luck with all this. I mean, you, you don't buy nice things. You when can you have, have rules. Kids. And, right. But it's just, I don't know. I mean, maybe we're soft, which we're not, but that just doesn't last. No. You buy something new and you go, okay, the dog's never going to be up on the couch. Uh-huh. And then guess what happens? They're on the couch. The dog's on the couch. As soon as you leave the house, even if you train them not to do it when you're there. Yes. You come home and guess where they are? On the couch. You walk in the door, you look <laughs> at them. And they get down. And their ears are all saggy. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's great to have rules, but, you know, you can be so strict about them. But you should probably. Yeah. And it, really what matters more? Is it the stuff? Well, and, and I think that's the issue, Is it the right? stuff or the time with your family? You could spend your time just enforcing rules that people are going to probably break in some way. I mean, there's nothing wrong to having some order. Right. But you have to be realistic when you have children about Mm. what is real and what isn't. Yeah. What's feasible, what isn't feasible. Mm. You just don't buy nice things when you have young children. You get cheap, big lots furniture. 
Yes, that's how that works. And every five years you go, you know what? Maybe we could put a cover on that and get another five. (laughs) Exactly. And then you see where you're at after 10 years. Maybe you'll replace it. it. For us, if we are ever going to have nice things, maybe it would be if there aren't. After all the kids have moved out. But they're still not at a point where they have grandkids. Take care of stuff. Well, the oldest didn't have any. Well, we don't know. But at this point, he's still only. Yeah. Heck, by if you were if it was unexpected by twenty three or twenty four, they'd be having they'd be on their fourth one, <laughs> right? But we wouldn't have grandkids around all the time. Yeah, you wouldn't so all the time. Maybe and you'd someday. cover the sofa. We're not even necessarily looking for nice things. Yeah, it would be maybe something Clean. not from Big Lots. <laughs> yes, right. Yes, if that could be we. But at this point, we have used bed frames. Yeah. Big lots furniture. Yeah. In the whole house. Yeah, that's really what we have. And it was all bought for this house, but it's it's all from big lots. And Ikea. There's some Ikea desks. Yes, our our school furniture was... Living large on (laughs) Ikea. I've never been to Ikea. Yeah, I... I'd like to take you sometime, but I doubt I can get you going. to go in there. I'm it's not just going. it's too overwhelming. It's so big. But you get lost in there. But a two hundred forty nine dollar pillow, a four hundred thirty dollar backgammon set, we, that's not even realistic in general. Yeah, what the heck? I mean, it isn't. I get that you may want to have a display, whatever, but you could still. I mean, you could get to. Ha- Here's the deal: you get to buy what you want to buy. Mm-hmm. But I think to maybe hold that over her. Uh huh. I think that's not the place to go shopping. If that's what, if you're trying to prove cost, that little boutique is not going it's to not be. It's not realistic. It's not where you're going to go. I could buy pillows for every room in the house for $250. Right. You know what I do when I want pillows? I got Oferta Surplus oh. and I pay $2 for We've made $25 pillows. Uh, pillows from Target. You've made pillows. <laughs> right. I have made pillows. Yeah. You could go bin shopping and wait and right. get pillows for a dollar. Exactly. exactly. Same pillow. So he did buy the, or at least picked up the newlywed instruction manual. I could have roughed <laughs> that up and crammed that right up his yeah, I couldn't believe behind. Yeah. You think that was probably for the show? Yeah, I was rolling my eyes. But that's a typical Bilal move, though. And all of that. This is what we should get. Mm-hmm. I could see that being, but you could handle that. Look, because that could be funny. Mm-hmm. It could be, but the way he does it isn't humorous at all. It's belittling. Could you see me if we were in that shop and we were newlyweds? Me grabbing that book and making a joke about it? Sure. Of course. Would Would you expect it? Yes. Yes, you would expect it. But would you have handled it in a way that would have been better than that? He still opened it up and tried to teach her a lesson. Right. And I would not have Schooling. done Schooling. I wouldn't, yes. I would not have lectured you about that. I would have made some kind of joke. I would have read it to you what I want. I would not have shown it to you. I would have read my own words in it. Those <laughs> things that you should have do. I'm sure is how I would have handled that. And it would have been unrealistic. You wouldn't have believed me. And you would I would have, have laughed. You would have rolled your eyes and walked away. <laughs> and I would probably make three or four more jokes. <laughs> Hoping uh, you could get a laugh out of one. Yeah, of I would try. I My thought is one out of four. If I could get one out of four, then we'd be all right. <laughs> Libby and Andre. 
I think people are criticizing Libby's idea maybe a bit too much. Yeah. Look, we're not. Even pro- the vocal coach was kind of like. We're like, not like even pro. She's not paying you to tell her what to sing. I would say, I mean, we've never been really pro Andre. Andre's way too aggressive. He is. I, I, I'm very fond of where Libby is right now. I like them together, though, because I think that she knows how he is. Mm. And she's found a way to work with it. That's what every relationship really is. they love each other. He is just rough. He's just really hard, rough around the edges. It's a word we used in our personal podcast. He's very direct. He has no other way around it. There's no filter. He doesn't soften anything. And I don't think there's a way to soften it up. He is aggressive and probably unapproachable, and he doesn't compromise and... You know, he's very difficult. Yeah. I would not want to deal with him about anything. On a daily basis. No, no. I, I wouldn't want to do that. I wouldn't choose someone like that. But I, she seems okay with it. And, you know, they seem to have worked it out. I mean, they seem happy together. Yeah, at least enough. I mean, he's supportive of what she's trying. Right. I'm not saying what she's going to do works or doesn't work. It's not really it. If you were going to say... If it makes her happy to try, then... well. More power to Compared her. to even what we're doing here. You know? Right. Nobody listens. <laughs> uh, Not nobody. I know. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> and we upset a few people. Here, yeah, you either like us. It's, it turns us out it's one or the other. It's yeah. five stars or one star. Yeah. That seems to be it. We... um. We provoke that kind of response in people. <laughs> but we, you know, for us, it's about us talking, us enjoying this. Right. And and so I think it's the same for Libby. If Libby wants to do this and it's something she can share with her daughter and her kid. I think it's Then that's, that's fine. It's really sweet. I'd like to see them not. It looks like they've got her out on some YouTube stuff. And that makes me a little nervous because I know how creepy dudes are. Yeah. And so I'm... Yeah. Look, it's they're the parent. They get to decide this stuff. They get to choose. But I just I'm uneasy just because even people we've known in our past and how yes. creepy they were. Yes. It would just make me uncomfortable. Right. So she sang some Mary Had a Little Lamb and Itsy Bitsy Spider. I think um, those are pretty easy. Simple songs. Mm-hmm. So, but kids like that stuff. If you're going to play something for your kids, then I'm not sure watching a video of it would be that all that entertaining. Well, apparently there's quite a bit of that stuff out there. From well, what did they that, were saying. the voice coach, first of all, she said she'd never heard of it, but then she said then the market is saturated. saturated all at the same time. Well, I think what she was saying, not that she hadn't heard the ki- kind of music. She, I think what she was saying was she... She didn't know what she would need to do to be successful because she hadn't coached anyone who'd pursued that kind of music. Well, do you need – how much coaching do you need to sing that kind of, of song? Yeah, I mean really a, a vocal coach is just to teach you how to use your voice, to warm it up properly, you know, stay on pitch, that kind of thing. It's, it's not really like telling you how to be successful in the field. They're they're not a manager. That's a manager's role. And do you need to have 
great chops to sing nursery rhymes to your daughter? No. So maybe it's a bit extreme. And I think it depends on if she's wanting to make money at it or if she's just wanting to do something she finds fulfilling. Well, you'd think the goal would be to have parents subscribe to their channel to... I just don't... I'm not sure. But... Look, well, it's I hers mean, to try. I equate it to like how I wanted to teach preschool, mm-hmm. but I could have in Virginia, but I can't in Texas because they require the same degrees as a regular teacher. Right. And that's a lot of education for a little bit of preschool salary. But my. I think that's role, what got us. My desire in doing that isn't for the money, it is. For the joy of teaching very mm. young children. So, you know, I, I'd be fine volunteering in some way, like teaching kids to read. So for her, I think she has to figure out if she's trying to do it as a career or is she trying to do it to be fulfilling to herself? And, yeah, and th- if she's just trying to fulfill her own desires, mm. then do whatever you want. Yeah. 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 How Don't can we? Stop how can we judge her for wanting to do that? Right. And society has no trouble with anything anybody wants to do. Right. Like her brother on OnlyFans. <laughs> and their and the girls and their buttholes. Right. Right. Exactly. So yeah, I don't see it. she could be doing that. Let's well, not. Yeah, it's not. I'm not. But if that's what you're going to do, I mean, that's still what you're going to do. You know what's right and wrong, or you know what's good and bad. You know what. You're, and you make that decision. You make that choice. Like Andre, well, how about, look, if you're going to go and negotiate uh, some kind of ceasefire or truce or whatever. Why the heck would you send Andre to do it? Why is he the guy you're sending? He <laughs> is the last that guy. That He's the guy disaster. you send to the U.N., when you you really declare war, yeah, troops are amassed on the border, and right. you say we're going there to offer a peace solution. Uh-huh. Andre's the guy you sent. Attack! <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't make it thirty seconds, right? Although he handled himself here as good as I've ever mm-hmm. heard him do that, as well as you could possibly yeah. expect. You could, I, I tell you the truth, you couldn't hope for anything better to come out of there. He was pretty clear. My position is not going to change, mm-hmm. and you have to respect us in our household and our desire not to be around Charlie unless he gets professional help. That's it was it. tough to argue against him on right. that. So, and yet she did. <laughs> well, that's a mom being a mom. <laughs> she seemed to back down the accusation of him drinking as much as Charlie. Yeah. So. She it strikes me as not a tough love mom. And that's probably how they got how they are. Yeah, there's no fighting. No fighting there at all. He said, Charlie and Megan will both be there. This is not, you're not saying things that are going to. And evidently on the preview, we see that Becky and Jen are going to be there despite them saying. they backtracked, didn't they? Well, all of them. It tells you that they're all like that. Mm -hmm. They're just like, was it Pam, I think is the mom's name? They're just like her. They were firm. We're not going. Right. I'd like to go back and play that scene again. Mom. It was a united front. It's just not happening. Right. Period. And here they are going. And then then turning on Libby and Andre. 
Well, ridiculous. That this, family is well. One thing we do else. know about this family, as as um, Libby said, this is a very supportive family. <laughs> <laughs> They're not supportive of anything <laughs> at all, but themselves. I mean, nothing <laughs> at all. It's Becky's butthole. They take every career. opportunity to critique each other and about everything. Pound each other down. Wow, I couldn't help. I couldn't help but laugh at Libby. She said, "I." Do nothing half-ass is what she said. And then I'm trying to think of what have we seen that she has done. I guess Marion Andre? Well, I guess she's talking about, like, you know, she worked for her dad for a long time. You know, she had a specific role in the office that, that was hers to do. And apparently she managed that very well. I know people work for their parents, but I think not, the thing to do there to prove that your independence would be to break away and do your own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, to go cold into an interview, we've all been there, have to go into an interview cold, not knowing a person and having to make an impression on somebody, get hired and have a job. Mm -hmm. You know, she I'm not saying she didn't have to do that in other places, but I mean, she was an actress, but it didn't quite really I don't say work out. out. She was in some movies, but, you know, I know quite a few people that have been in at that level, Uh that same level of cashier at a Home Depot in a movie. You know, I, I know some people well, who don't know what, Maybe what she means by it is that once she has her mind set on something, she's going to be set on it and well, not would, backtrack. The thing to do then would be give an example of that. I'm not trying to call her out, but let's give one example. I would feel better if she gave an example of not going half-ass on something. Uh-huh. What would it be? If it's hiring a vocal coach, well, okay. I mean, that's just happened. So maybe I'm giving her. You're giving her the business. All right. All right. All right. But I say I'm impressed with the way she's handling everything right Mm -hmm. now. Yeah. And they seem to be of one accord and that's how it should be in a marriage. So mm. I'm pleased to see that. It was a little ugly when, when Chuck was around and it looked like they probably could have talked a bit more like what they were going to say in front of Chuck. Yeah. Cause that wasn't, they weren't on the same page there. She doesn't get, you know what they need? She didn't want to share information yet. She needs that little X on her shirt yes, to patch like Kevin the has. taboo. Like Kevin has. Right. You just put it there. So Abandon. This is, abort. <laughs> this is not, we're not going to talk about this at all. Mm. So, Ed, Ed and Liz, this is more the same. These two are. A mess. A hot mess. Yeah, they are. I don't even know if there's even so much to really say about it other than... I I don't think too much between them has changed, except that I don't see them drinking all the time like they were before. Yeah, we're still... At least that's an improvement, but we don't see them all the time. It's episode four. The agreement that they not work together should have happened before. The agreement should also be that we don't live together. He was a turd the way he spoke to her. Yes. That was just so... Condescending. Even in front of somebody that she knows. And it's her friend. But it's still more about these people who haven't spent time together to get these nonverbal cues. I think that we even talked about with Libby and Andre. When you're around each other more and you're in these things, you just can get a feeling of, hey, something's not right. Right. Back down. And it should almost be, you shouldn't have to broadcast it. 
You shouldn't have to have a trumpet and flares go off. Right. And, hey, this is a problem. Uh-huh. It should just be. You a should look. pick up on the tension yeah. or vibe. But but I think Ed's not receptive to any. He has no empathy for no. anybody anywhere. It doesn't exist. Right. So you could give him whatever verbal. Now she was she was in the wrong too. Yes. Because she started calling him out in the middle of him doing a job. Yep. I mean, he was working. And just because it was her friend, it still wasn't appropriate to have that conversation so, in the middle of the job in front of her Let's friend. get more technical. This is common. Photographer, model, you're done, you look at the shots. Mm-hmm. It happens. It's how it works. Right. The thing would have been not to include her in the individual shots uh-huh. that you were looking at, just on the process. Right. Where she didn't need to see every picture to get in a spot where she said, oh, I don't like that one. Uh-huh. Because you get it. You'd want to point out the ones you did like. And you're shooting so many pictures. You're not going to use all of them. I would assume a third of them are just trash, mm-hmm. an eye blink or whatever. Right. That you just it wouldn't happens. So you wouldn't go through and look at each one like that. You go in, you pick out the good ones. That's a good one. That's a good one. But you would do that with her after. The process would be, this is, we set up lights. It's not even technical. This is just how we do it. Mm -hmm. Then this, what happens? And then this, what happens? And that could have been, he should have done it from a more of a 10,000 foot view with her instead of so in depth Mm -hmm. where he would be subject to her criticism and- because she, then she would know, mm-hmm. hey, he could pull her aside and say, look, during this call t- time you saw us talking, this is what we're talking about. Yeah, and they could have the conversation after the model leaves. Yes, that's exactly how right. you would do that. Exactly. You wouldn't do these things in front of Right, people. and that way if she had questions, she could ask them and he could answer them, but not in the presence of the business person. If I'm taken, if I'm an electrician. The customer. And I take somebody in a customer's residence or their business and we see something and a guy asks a basic question i would not want him to ask a basic question like that in front of the customer uh-huh. like you'd wait till the customer's not around and right. ask me a basic electrical thing as an electrician right let's not do that in front of them i don't want them to think you don't know what you're you doing. don't know what you're doing even though uh-huh. you're supervised by me right i will check your work before we close everything up uh-huh. but let's not show our lack of experience to right so there's just a way that you handle things and that ed hasn't done that makes it it sets that whole thing up for a disaster yeah at the beginning right and then throw in them both being turds yeah both of them yeah because she knows what he's she knows what he's like right and that she's still around is is inexcusable. Yeah. And that he is who he is. And the nature of photographers taking sexy pictures of models. I mean, you expect it's going to be a little flirty because you're trying to get them to respond to the camera. Sure. She was completely 100% over the top jealous the entire mm. time, taking it personally. Yeah. That wasn't appropriate either. She needed to create distance between herself and the situation. But that's if where she was there to learn about photography. They have to know enough. They shouldn't work together. Yeah, but <laughs> even you still could, right? Uh-huh. But you have to understand these things going in. Right. And, and they don't. They just went in feet first. Yeah. Let's go. Or head first. I don't know. Jump in you the boiling water. Yeah, that's what they did. And it's what they're doing with their relationship. Yeah. 
they're jumping into boiling water. They're both going to get burned. Something bad's going to happen. Yeah. It's a nightmare. It's not going to go well. And we're here to watch the whole thing. She says the creepiest thing <laughs> that, that he was being a dad at that point. Because he said she was acting immature. Yeah. And she said, who wants to go home and screw their dad at night? And I went, ew. Oh, my God. So. Ned made her carry the equipment. Because <laughs> his back hurt. That's <laughs> it, Liam. Oh, that's great. It really is. This is where the age difference comes in. Yeah. We can relate to the achy body parts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a Jenny and Summit go on a sexy trip. Sexy, sexy. How about your sexy pose that you give to me at home? It's cracking me up. You know what I'm thinking his sexy pose is? She probably has a blanket made. That is, you remember that photo that she sent? That he sent her, the catfishing photo with him without a shirt? Uh-huh. I would put that like on a blanket with a head hole in it. And put his face in put it. Your, here, put your face in this hole. <laughs> and, and this is her. I mean, there's a limit. Your palate is only... <laughs> It's great that they get to spend some time apart. But leave the, and that's where we get the TV part of this is, it's just a mistake Uh because producers are there. They want to create drama. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about Summit going to work. Yeah. Where it's not. They just need to enjoy their honeymoon. And then that's where the cameras are the problem. Away from the stress. And this is for you to do this in front of everybody. Bring in the stress with you. And we talked about it inside scoop. I'm more convinced now that that this cameo stuff is is bigger than we think mm-hmm. because they're not no nobody's, nobody's working. working. Yeah, within reason, you know. <clears throat> yeah, the people who are working aren't too much a part of the show anymore. Uh huh. Or they know that this isn't going to last very long. This isn't going to last forever. Cameo money is not going to be coming in a decade from now for these people. It's just not going to happen. It looks like just right now. I love that they were talking about. He was talking about hiking and camping, zip lining. I was cracking up. I'm like, you know, she's like what, sixty five or something? (laughs) Sixty three, I think, is what she is. She's talking about Social Security. Yeah. She's thinking about hip replacement. Uh-huh. Her thought of relaxing is laying on the beach in like, you know, like a muumu or whatever what do you call With those things? a sun hat. Yes. yes. That's uh-huh. what she's looking to do. Sipping a cold drink. Looking to do nothing. Uh-huh. Absolutely. We see in the previews, though, that they do zip lining. What did uh, you think about um, them? I forgot what I was going to say. Go the ahead. concierge. No. Talking about his mom and his family and how they never, my parents would never let this happen. <laughs> I'm, I wanted to drag that dude right then. Yeah, I was like, uh, who cares what you think? You know what Jenny doesn't need? Another dude with, with that attitude around Right. I, I think they should just let her talk to him. I said to you, beat the where'd crap this guy him. come from? Did mom send him to work? Yeah, that's the what honeymoon? it is. Yep. That's what it is. Summit's mom is sitting there. <laughs> Sabotage. That's well, it's probably everybody. I think that's probably the norm. Uh-huh. So I think it kinda is an issue. He was gonna start he talked about starting restarting a food business. Oh, I know what I was gonna say. This is super. <laughs> this is what happens when you're, when you're old. old. Oh my god. When you're old and don't have any notes. Yeah, what did you think about um, when he was talking about working 
And she was like, well, you're only going to take off one day a week? Uh, well, I didn't get married to just see you one day a week. And I'm thinking, what you want him to do, not work at all, just be on vacation and should, live off her social security? He, I mean, he's 30-something, he, you know? 33 is what he is. Yeah. He should be, you should go out, catfish other old ladies. He's got to feel, you know, productive mm -hmm. at that age. Yeah. He's got to feel like he's the man of the family, especially even in that culture. So, you know, I don't know what she's thinking. Well, she had to know this from the start. Mm -hmm. What is... It, it, it's a part, it's even like Ed and Liz. If you're flying blind, what do you think is going to happen? You know, what are you going to do as far as your day to day? How is your day to day life going to go if a 60 year old marries a 30 year old? What do you think he's going to do? Right. And what do you think he's going to do after you're gone? How are you setting him up for success for her? I kind of joked about how long she would be around. But <laughs> that wasn't nice. I get it. But that was private. It was a private conversation. <laughs> we don't talk about that on the podcast. But you just don't know. I mean, life expectancy is life expectancy. Right. So in the average life, she doesn't have that much more. So what's he supposed to do? Not work for a decade? And while they may be able to live financially off her income there, that wouldn't be the case if they came to America. No, they can't. And she's talking about bringing him here they can't come here they, they won't make it here no. there's no place where that would work they'd have to be same thing living with somebody yeah because their savings are gone yeah she doesn't have she anything spent everything left. going back and forth and to be 63 on social security without a property right or your property where all you have to do is pay taxes and insurance mm -hmm. then your social security money is going to go for your housing right and, and then you're not going to have money to live off of. And he's going to have to work a lot in a mm -hmm. crappy job. And even with Medicare, you still need supplemental insurance. Sure. It's just not enough. No. You're, it's not. The decision, the smart decision, if they want to be together, is to stay there. Yeah. That is. Their money goes a lot farther there than Definitely. it does here. I was more curious about this food business that he and the friend were starting. I wonder if the guy was more. Was he a cook or a server? Or no, I, I don't. What it was that he was doing? I, I think. I mean, from we know, he worked at a call center. Right. I think there was a period after that and before where he was working as some kind of in a restaurant. And tell you the truth, an in inside scoop. We talked about it before. I seem to remember her working as a concierge at a hotel. Maybe it was even this one. Uh. But I don't know that to be true. And he was working in the kitchen. It's what okay. I seem to remember. Yeah, I vaguely yeah. recall that. What we do, if you don't know, we have an inside scoop that we cover on the weekends. And we kind of go deep into this stuff. The trouble is there's probably, I would say, seven to ten stories every week. Yeah, and we're so many months we're, ahead of the show because the show is so old and we're researching current. And that hasn't been anything new. I'm no. going to guess they start working on this season is what I would guess. That's my thought. Mm. We see them working. Well, yeah, probably because he Cause said what, he was going to start as soon as he got home. There's nothing left to happen. Right. It's not like, I mean, Bilal and Shida, you know what we're going to get. It's going to be all baby talk for mm -hmm. the rest of, it's going to be the fight about the baby mm -hmm. is what it's going to be. So with this, we there's nowhere left to go. We can't have another 
Summit and Mom fight again. There can't be another one. She's already really disowned him. So that's right. not happening. So these two surely start working later. And I could be remembering that all wrong. There's 109 inside scoops <laughs> with approximately 8 to 10 stories per episode. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Numbers are hard, but it's like 4,000. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's not 4,000. The numbers aren't that hard. It's a lot. But though. it's still a lot. Those are the stories we don't even cover would be 4,000. So there's a lot going on. So, But we can identify this. I think we have a very specific correlated story with this because you and I got married after we hadn't known each other. We had known each other a little more than 90 days. We spent 90 days with each other when we got married. But yeah. we'd written and I was in – I was putting coins in the phone to talk to you and we were writing letters back and forth. Only at the end though. This was pre – mostly letters. This was pre-email. Yeah. So this was – it took a long time to mail between countries. So I was it still, was about a week hmm. to get a letter. Yeah. So that's how we corresponded and I don't even say courted each other but that's how we got to know each other was through the actual mail. Right. And then we met through her brother. Yes. And spent a week together. Mm -hmm. Then I and went then back to we, Germany. And we discussed getting married. I went back to Germany for a, about three or four months. And we had a kind of a conversation about getting married. And I decided to come to Virginia Beach. And then three months later, we were married. And we had the kid five years, our oldest, about five years after that. Yeah. Five years in a month. Right? No, less than oh, five yeah, years. Oh, yeah, wait, no. Wrong kid. Years. Our, yeah. our youngest is born in December. Yeah. So it'd be almost five years. Uh -huh. So four and a half. So that's us. But we had a honeymoon local. We are in Virginia Beach. We got married in Newport News. De in Deontay Stomping Ground is yeah. where we were married. Yeah. Newport News, Virginia. Honeymooned where we lived in Virginia Beach at the oceanfront. And into that honeymoon, I got called for a job yeah. interview. I took a week off from work. And on a holiday weekend, so I could, I only had to take four days. Mm. And you abandoned me after the weekend and started a job. Yeah. And I, and I spent the week by myself yeah. waiting for you to come home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was different because I was a house husband yeah. at the beginning while you were at work and yeah. I didn't have a job. And our dog was missing. Yeah. From the night before the so, wedding. So I had so to go we, rescue the dog. We stopped the honeymoon so I could go to work. Yeah. This is the exact same scenario that happened here. Yeah. It's not the most romantic story. It's not. But we made it. And it's the only honeymoon we ever got. Yeah. <laughs> Two days at so the So for ocean them park. to talk about it, I think for us, it's like, I don't know, it's not such a big shocker. Mm -hmm. I had to get to work. It was time. It was nice to see Janie and Samit get to go off someplace Away, yeah, I wish and fancy and relax. Like we didn't even get to do that. No. We were in our own town. Yeah, <laughs> we ran home for personal stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's how, and that is the advantage. Of being, like, hey, we forgot this. You it's need like, your tea. Hey, I need another blanket. I okay. Need, yeah, you would because you won't get tea from like the store. No, she's somebody who brings her. I bring. She with. brings her tea with her yeah. to the restaurant. Correct. Because she won't drink Lipton tea. She is no. a tea snob. Yeah. That's what happens when you marry somebody from England. Yes. It's just in their DNA and yes. in their blood. Yes. So tea her is tea is the elixir of life. Yeah, it's, that's how it works. Yes. So we broke off our honeymoon 
to work. Yeah. So I, at least they're just talking about it and uh-huh. Jenny's having a cow. We're I, not even talking about ending it early. They're no. just talking about when we're done and we go back. I still get on you for marrying an unemployed guy. Yeah, I knew you were good for it. So, <clears throat> so for this to happen, uh, in the 90-day world, everybody's unemployed. So they're all marrying unemployed people, mm-hmm. it seems like. Nobody's – well, I mean, it's the nature of the beast because well, you can't and, work with the And beast up until people. you started working, it was okay because you took care of the house – while I was at work. <laughs> I was like Pedro. That was kind of cool. Is that what it was? Yeah, that's like what it was. I literally, what I did is I moved all, I had nothing to do. Yeah, right? you were bored. I literally you moved. You didn't even have a car. I moved all the furniture and vacuumed every day. That's what I did. <laughs> I took the living room apart, vacuumed everything, and then put it back together. <laughs> so when you came home, everything was spotless. Yeah. Of course, I didn't have much. And when there were no children. Yeah, there were no You know children. how big of a mess it would be us that made the mess. Yeah, and I didn't have a dog until we got a dog together. Yeah, I brought that to the table. Yeah. So our last, I think our last couple, I'm looking through the list, and it looks like it is the fun couple, Kimberly and Usman. Ugh, hot mess they are. Yeah. We we probably talked a bit about this. We haven't really, because we hadn't seen the show, but minutes ago. Yeah. But they're both really at fault here. Yes. How ridiculous of both of them to be in this situation. Yeah. Usman has to know enough about Kimberly that this is never going to work. Yeah, I mean, she came around to the idea that he had to have another woman to have a kid. She could stomach that, barely. But she wanted no part of it. Mm-hmm. And it, he did mislead her. I think you're right. He clearly did into thinking that she would be the only one treated like a wife, mm-hmm. that the other wife would just be a baby maker. He, and that's not the that case what you do? at all. And he, if that's the case, you could just call him the commander. Is that what you would call <laughs> right, him? Right, right. Like you, Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, this is a reference, the I commander, guess, to you. Yeah, yeah this, this, she's... The other wife would just be a handmaid. You're just a receptacle. <laughs> a receptacle. For the child. And what? But she wouldn't have to hold her down. Here's the thought. And this is where I blame Kimberly. What woman, what person would think of another person that who would willingly just do that? Just do that. Right. What? Who? who where is no this person? Because she said, I get all the love. So what? what is this? Right. Is Usman, Who signs on for that? Is he that great of a catch that there are women? Where's he going to find three or four of these women? Yeah. That are just going to be his baby receptacles. Yeah. Where are they? Yeah. They don't exist. If they existed, there probably wouldn't be a Kimberly. Right. And baby girl Lisa. Yeah. Is he a predator? Is Usman a predator? Preying on these older, damaged, hungry women, thirsty. I guess I don't know what word. I don't know if that's the right term. I mean, they're vulnerable, right? Yeah, desperate, and and been through some battles. Yeah, I'm assuming they both have. Yeah, and that he, that these are the two that he has chosen. Well, he said he just wants someone who can support his lifestyle and not get jealous of him being 
It's naive. In the limelight. It's completely naive of him to think that somebody would do that. Mm -hmm. It's naive of him to expect that from Kimberly, and it's naive of Kimberly to expect that other women would be just fine. Would be okay in that role. Right. So they're both really ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It didn't strike me till they're both sitting there and going, well, maybe I should go. And I'm going, yes, this is the time. This is the time that they should go. But it looks like Usman doesn't mean it. Uh-huh. Because he goes chasing after her. He's realized and that he's invested this time again. Right. And it's he, all over. I'm not trying to tell him how to dupe women, but this whole discussion of a second wife was not smart of him. Well, if- I think he was trying to get her to walk through this conversation in sort of a test run before she walks through this conversation with his family. I think that was his goal. Mm-hmm. He wanted to make sure she worked through the kinks of her reaction to this conversation before she does it in front of his family. Mm. Because he knows that that is the deciding factor of whether or not they will approve the marriage. He must have a second wife because mm. he must have children. We've been down this road before. Yeah, She was upset because all the interrupting going on and... The trouble was is that Usman was acting as the translator, and that that made things very awkward uh-huh. and difficult. Right. Because she's talking – really what's happening, and she's talking – While he's translating. While the other dude's talking. Mm-hmm. And so he – you could see him not able to keep up. I don't think he was purposefully interrupting No, her. I don't think so either. I think it was more than he could handle. He was probably hyped up on goofballs at the time, <laughs> and so he couldn't keep up. Uh-huh. So I don't think that was something he was intending to do. Right. I think he was trying to calm her down uh-huh. and, and no woman, everything in his tone. And he was trying to make sure that she understood what she was reacting to. Mm-hmm. He was trying to explain it his, and she didn't want to hear it. His tone was calmed down. Yeah. He didn't say calm down. Yeah, that's taboo. But everything of his body language and the way he was acting was letting her know to calm down. Mm-hmm. And that was not, she could feel it and react into that. Mm-hmm. I mean, whoever gets physical first in any of those things, they've had these physical things before. Mm-hmm. The only one With who her gets throwing drinks. Yeah. And who, stuff. The only one who gets more drinks thrown on him is Sean from love after Laka. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but maybe it's close. I think Usman might have, he may have taken the lead. Yeah. Like so. a pina colada or something. Yeah. He got drenched with. Like right in front of everybody. It's embarrassing for him. Yeah. But everybody at that point. Right. More. But especially in his culture. It's the same thing. It's all these cameras. I mean, if there were no cameras, there'd be no show. There's no show. We're just having a dumb personal podcast (laughs) with eight people listening to it. (laughs) But the cameras are just a a detriment to all of these things. Uh It's the couples that have gone and said – you know, we'll we'll tag in and out. Like you see, who is that? Like I'm trying to think of, was it noon? And I'm just trying to think of some of these fringe couples that we see every year or so for five minutes here mm-hmm. or there. You don't see them in the limelight. And it really looks like that. They've worked out. They've worked out. Yeah. It's the occasionally. Away. You see like a Mark and Nikki. Yeah. That that we don't. we like we wanted to see Nikki say hey look Nikki show yourself and a picture of today's paper 
Because <laughs> yeah. we want to make sure you're that you're still breathing on the planet. That you're still alive right. and Mark hasn't done something to you. For licking the window. Right. Show yourself, please, <laughs> for everybody's sake. So she's, you know, Kimberly's pretty clear of not wanting to meet or be around or different cities. Mm-hmm. And, but she was all right with us when traveling back and forth. It yes. was, to tell you the truth, for him. It's probably the best scenario. It is. He may not ever find anybody that as tolerant as Kimberly would right. have been. Exactly. But it's still not enough for him. Right. So that means his expectations. Right. So I agree with off. her in that she was willing to compromise for his culture, but he wasn't meeting her in the middle where she could feel oh, said, moderately comfortable. He compromised. Did you hear what he said? No. What his compromise was? Uh-uh. He had sex with her. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Ridiculous. That, that's, yeah, she should have hit him with a glass yes. at that point. I'm not uh-huh. encouraging physical violence. but Although she did practically attack him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's not forget that had she been a man, somebody would have called the police. Yeah, that was probably not good. <laughs> sex was a compromise. Mm. These two should not be married. I think that's pretty clear. Yeah. So, or they should, like you said, join a Hulu, join Hulu and be another season of. He needs a reality check. He's not going to get an American woman. He's going to tolerate all that. No, no, it's just not. No. And the closest he was going to get was Kim. Mm-hmm. You need to expect that from somebody. Yeah. I don't know where he's coming from. There's nothing he can, there's nothing he can do. And if he married somebody his own age who could have children, they wouldn't tolerate any extra wives. Yeah, I mean, we're still at the point where I think you ought to be able to have one. I mean, we we have a large issue in general. We know this is, look, this is reality TV. So personally, we go sister wives and seeking sister wives. And most of the behavior here is just something that we would not participate in. Correct. It's just not, it's just no. We are. And these shows just demonstrate for us why why it was never designed to be this way. Yeah. So for us, it's, yeah, I think it clears it up. Why would you have multiple? Because then strife multiplied. It's It's not meant to work. It's a a recipe for disaster is what it is. Yeah, I mean, it's this is a minefield to maneuver as it is. Yeah. I mean, we're, I don't say we're lucky to get where we are, where we are now, but. We had to work at it. It's been a minefield. Yeah. I think of somebody like Cody, and this is probably why I'm like anti-Cody. How ridiculous of him to think, and we'll kind of differ on this in our <laughs> reality roundup. I, I just think he's coming at it from, he's running with blinders on and thinking things are going to work out. Mm-hmm. And it. Well, because they all drank the same Kool-Aid. But they weren't all drinking the same Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. I think his Kool-Aid was different. And- well, some people were pretending to drink the Kool-Aid, I think. Some it- people never really drank it, but pretended they had. Yeah. It would be like the Jim Jones. You remember, you know, the Jim Jones thing? Yeah. The jo- was it Jonestown? Uh-huh. Yeah. So it would be that. Everybody drank this, but you're still alive. Yeah. 
You're the one running for help. I don't think you drank everything. What's going on? (laughs) No, I drank it. I really did. So it was. It's a miracle. You watched. We'll we'll go off on a just a quick tangent. I mean, for us, it's over. Like the the episode's over. So I'll roll at the end. But so we've got nothing more ninety day to talk about. So if you wanna if you wanna cut out, go ahead. (laughs) But as far as drinking it goes, you were watching. What was the show you were watching? With a blind girl on Netflix. Oh, um, in the dark. In the dark. So Love it was in the show. dark, and I guess no, I guess not. Spoiler alert, but there was a whole new season. And well, yeah, I there was a whole it. new season, and somebody in there went to they went to poison somebody with to put him to sleep with a roofie with a wine bottle. Yeah, and they made her drink it yeah. instead. That's the biggest spoiler I would give. <laughs> so I won't. Uh, we want to get real quick into other stuff that you have just watched in the past. Oh, yeah. You've, this is m- what Kelly is, is she is a, I'm going to say, <laughs> recently retired three weeks. Yeah. Or, or no, f- f- five weeks. Yes. Five mm-hmm. weeks retired homeschool mom. Yeah. So she has a bit more free time on her hands. Uh, indeed, and, I do. And not, it's just different, right? Different, so the yeah. household is still being run. Yeah. But she's enjoying the minutes that she has now to catch up on. TV Shows, that may be yeah. five or six years old. Yeah. Oh, and the new seasons come out. So for right. you, Hand, Handmaiden's Tale is something you're all over. Yes. Like, if we've got reality stuff to watch, you're yeah. a little bitter because <laughs> Handmaid's Tale is coming out. They dropped two one. episodes this week. Two episodes. I when watched is it? Both. Wednesday? Yes. Mm-hmm. So we've Wednesdays. got, so for you, we've got Sister Wives and we're going to talk through what else we're covering on Reality Roundup. Mm-hmm. We have Sister Wives that is going to, is out Mm-hmm. today sunday yeah um real housewives of atlanta reunion 2 mm-hmm. is out now and there's a 90 day uk is still something that we cover and that's also out today mm-hmm. so that will get you through wednesday so you've got to get those things knocked out right. by wednesday uh-huh. so your wednesday is free yeah so that's just kind of a teaser of what we cover we cover um we have a separate podcast that covers Real Housewife, the two shows. It was three, but it's two each week. One we do for free. The other we tack on the end for our subscribers. subscribers. And and then we have an inside scoop for 90 Day, an inside scoop for Real Housewife. And then somewhere around Wednesday, Thursday, we have a reality roundup of all the other shows. The non-90 Day, day Real shows. Housewives. So. Includes 60 Days In. It includes inmate to, roommate. inmate to roommate, sister wives, 90 day UK, and whatever else I had just talked Whatever's about. Whatever's been off. So yeah, it's, it's really a mess. If I'm not looking at the list, it's hard to remember. <laughs> so we don't go super deep into those. No, just a quick hit. We just kind of bounce in and bounce the out. The stuff we're watching. Yeah. I think we are not a big in depth write down or recap, and no. this happened and this happened. We're not that kind of recap show. We're just um, a married couple sitting in there, but you're sitting in our bedroom in our pajamas. (laughs) If, yeah, that's us. (laughs) So stick around. Stay tuned. Thank you. Have a, uh, have a great week. Thank you for listening. You can hear additional 90 day Real Housewives and personal podcast content on Patreon, Supercast, or our Apple channel. Just search for Coupled with Chaos in any of those three platforms or see the instructions and links in the show notes. You can also find us on all the socials at Coupled with Chaos. Email us directly at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. 
And don't forget to rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. 